sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. My name is Erica Salda, the queen of teen. You're on Teen Sports Radio. If you're on 96.9 FM, good morning. To do the old school AM 1290. Hey, thank you for stopping in. Uh, we're also on Eternity Ready Casting. That's going to has expanded us this lovely Tuesday morning at nine o'clock to additional 20 countries. So we're just very thankful and appreciative. Um, very happy today that Mr. Bill Pintard has stopping by. And I'm so excited. He's, he's going to be our number one guest today. Uh, we don't, we all know who he is, so I don't even have to, uh, do an introduction. <laughs> so there's no intro needed. <laughs> and I love, you can't see what I see because we're zooming, he's zooming in, but he's got bats and balls and he's surrounded, of course, general manager of the Foresters nighttime champion. We also have in the house, Dominique Hackett, Don Sanders, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. Richard, where else can you find us? Well, we're also on the internet all over the place. In addition to uh, um, the the new website that we're being podcasted on, uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations as well, as well as on AM1290KZSB.com, where we are also streaming this program as you are listening to it. And uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, as well as uh, Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio.com. So we certainly hope that you will avail yourselves. And what would really be nice, because this would help us to know how, who's listening and how many are listening, is if you were to subscribe, because that means that every time we put up a new program, you're going to be notified that a new program has been posted and you'll be able to listen to it and keep uh, keep abreast of what is happening here in the Santa Barbara area in particular and the conversations that we have. So those are the locations. <clears throat> I don't know that uh, it's been transcribed and available on Kindle yet, and I'm not sure that would be a real great platform for us. So let's just stick with the audio and video. Well, we've, we've been around since 2010, and we've been serving the community and just sending out all the love that we can to the next generation, and those are our teen athletes. We support them by letting them come on the show and be broadcasters. We also support all the nonprofits and the businesses in the area that support those teen athletes by copping them basically uh, free airtime. So if you're in love with kids, we're going to be in love with you. We're going to support you in any which way we can. And we know how expensive it is to advertise. And that's what we're really here. We are the community station. And we're very thankful to News Press Radio for allowing us this gift and this treasure to be able to share to all. And I have to thank Dr. Dugan because he's the one who produces all these commercials. And lots of love to you, Dr. D, because it's not going to happen without you. Well, thank you very much. And I will tell you, I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun, uh, especially meeting the different folks who come in to record, uh, or even on Zoom for that matter. And um, it's just nice to be able to give back in that way. Nice. All right. In the house. Everybody knows everybody. Put your hands together. Bill Pinchock. <laughs> He's uh, reaching out to us and needs some help, okay? And anytime Bill needs anything, Godfather Baseball in this town, and, you know, there's not a lot of towns that can say that brought home nine world, or is it global? I'm going to say world champions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're big now because we're in 20 countries. So, Bill, what can we do to help the foresters? Well, um, 
ever since the COVID hit, um, uh, and it's understandable, uh, first of all, it was amazing that we were able to have a season in 2020. Our whole league shut down, but we got games and we got games against professional teams in the minor leagues because they shut down and they came and played us. And, um, uh, but the, the housing was really tough and I really understood it, you know, because we had players coming in from out of town. There was a lot of uncertainty and who wanted to host somebody that came from Texas or whatever there. So there was a lot of apprehension and we didn't know what was going on. But then we evolved. Uh, we we got through that with the uh, with the help of Ed St. George, who put up our guys. He put up. Uh, we had uh, twenty guys put up by Ed in five different places. So we put five, twenty five guys. We put five guys in each apartment. And so we had our little bubble and stuff. And by the way, we got through that whole season without anybody getting COVID. Knock on wood. Uh, I think part of that was that the bars were closed. And so that, that kept our guys, because, you know, uh, uh, you know, at 20 and 21 years old, 22, they, they love to meet Santa Barbara lady, young girls, and it's a party. But um, anyway, we got through that. But what happened is we lost some of our regulars. And then as we move on, the COVID still lingered and we have a problem with housing. Uh, we uh, it's a dire problem. Uh, I've reached out to uh, some other people, you know, because we could fundraise to get apartments. But the best way we used to do it, and Eric, I think you did it one year for us, um, is uh, our summer sons, as as some of the parents call their, their kids, we need host families. And uh, the requirement for the host families are uh, these kids, when they come to your house, they, they live by your rules. You know, if you say, hey, you know, here's some stuff in the refrigerator, help yourself, or here's a shelf where you can go put your stuff there. Uh, if you use the dishes, rinse them off, put them in the dishwasher. Uh, we don't do laundry, do your own laundry. Here's where it is. And things like that to other families that, you know, feed them. But our guys mainly, they're not home a lot at, at dinner time. So there's no dinner requirements or anything else. It's just nice to, for them to be able to have some cereal or something. And we're not even, we don't even ask the host families to provide that. Those players can provide it. And then we try to help out. Uh, you know, we've gotten gift cards from Costco in the past. And then we give that gift card to the host families to help with the groceries. Um, there are cars not required. We manage to handle that. Other guys will pick them up. Or a lot of players will bring their own card, car. And um, uh, that's basically it. Uh, we do travel. It, you know, some of the kids don't come in till late June, but we start in June 10th. So the, the rule of thumb is these guys will be here about June 6th. And uh, we're out of here August 1st because we go to the national tournament. So it's a good part of June and July. But if some host family says, hey, we're going to, uh, you know, my, my mother-in-law is visiting for June, but we'll be open in July 25th. Well, we can work that in because some of these kids play in the College World Series and don't get to us till that time. So we're very, very flexible. And uh, we are really um, asking. Uh, uh, Jim Buckley uh, 
that not the Montecito Jim Buckley, but the Jim Buckley that's been with the Foresters for 26 years is putting something on our Facebook, uh, which has testimonies from uh, people like John Nisbet. Uh, Dr. Jim Dunn was a host family for many, many years. Uh, other people that have been the, uh, the host families. And it's been, uh, for, the, for the most part, it's been really an enjoyable um, uh, experience for both the families. I mean, there's some families, they go to the, I said, where are you going? They, oh, I'm going to uh, uh, Adam Burke's uh, wedding. He's getting married in Texas. They, they stay in touch with these players. And then a lot of these players, like uh, one of the fellas, Ryan O'Hearn, who plays first base for Kansas City, talked about how, how much he loved staying at Big John Nisbet's house, you know, and what, what a great experience it is. And then we had Glenn Otto just sent in a little deal. And it, it's, been a, it's been a good thing. It's just an expanded family. And we've been really successful. Because we don't have the draw that other places have. We're smaller. We don't have uh, the, a lot of players that live in this area that come back from summer from school. They go other places. And we don't have, um, the, like in Los Angeles, there's three teams in L.A. where they have 12 million people down there. And so they can draw the players and our players come from um, around the country and around the world. We've had Dominican players here. We had a player from Korea. My Korean was really, really bad. Uh, <laughs> but we did. We, I mean, he didn't speak a lick of English and we had to try to figure that out. But um, it's been a, and, and then the kids are, you know what, when we do do our recruiting, we ask for guys with character and integrity. And these guys are all pretty respectful for these host families. So that's what we're kind of doing. What I did for you that one year, um, Bill, and I, I would reach out to any parent that has a ball player, elementary school, T-ball, high school. You are not going to get this opportunity to have your son rub up against a college semi-pro player ever. I mean, that's what I did. I mean, I brought the flyers to the ball fields and I, I said to the coach, give me two minutes. Okay. And let me do a pitch because this is free. And both of my kids got college scholarships, mainly because of Bill Pintard, because he allowed my kids to hang out with the ball players. And that's just, was just huge because you can't parent that. Okay. You just can't. So it's better for mommy to like even a helicopter mommy, like I was take a step back and let them just learn like on their own. And I, and uh, we, we have a lot of kids in this town at GV little league, DP little league. Um, and I'll, I, again, Bill, I'll do that for you. I'll run out there and I will, you know me, I'm not shy. I'll bring my little bullhorn. Well, and, uh, I, I've got the flyers. I've got them. Uh, and, send me, and just think, send me a PDF of it and I'll print them here and I'm out the door. Because, you know, well, I don't I, have a life, Bill. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a life and I'm over making soup. I did the whole COVID soup movement. I don't know if you, I was a soup lady. I get yeah. called, asked how many advice. Are you that soup lady? Yeah, I was a soup lady. Okay. Making soup. Couldn't get my teeth cleaned for three years because they did tracing. And I'm like, you're joking, right? I'm around COVID people every day. Okay. Because so, well, I give them soup. Well, you know what? That's a great point that you just brought up. There's a, the Dixon family. Their kid plays shortstop. 
So last year he had a shortstop from um, Rice University. This year he's taking the shortstop from Tennessee. And if you're if your kid is if you're a host family and your kid wants to come down and t- shag balls at our batting practice, and your your kid came and caught bullpens, so uh, uh, they can learn a lot. I mean, these kids are from like Tennessee is number one in the nation. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Cal Berkeley, um, Stanford, um, uh, University of Hawaii, really, really good programs. And though these guys are going to see what it's like to be a D1 or a D2 baseball player after high school. Right. And it, it, the, the knowledge that they can get is, is tremendous. Um, and, and they'll learn a lot. And yeah, we they they can hang out with us, man. If you're a host family, you get a season pass. You can come in early. You can come in the dugout. You are you have full access. You have full access. So uh, if anybody's listening, um, uh, please reach out to us because, um, like I said, we're in dire need. And like I have a kid from University of Arizona, and he he hits in the five hole, and he's a really good player. I can't take, he's been calling me. I can't take him. I'm missing out on, on some guys. We can't take him. And I'm going to have to cut some guys. So, um, and it's never, it hasn't been this bad. And, but, you know, most of our guys are, are vaccinated. They have to be vaccinated at the school. And um, I think we all know that it's, it's kind of trending downward. Um, uh, that first year, we wore masks all the time, separated. So, I mean, we 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 are really responsible about what we're doing here with this stuff. And and um, if some people, we had some people didn't want the players vaccinated, and then we had some people that wanted the players vaccinated, um, and then we had somebody that didn't want uh, any tree huggers. Yeah, believe it or not. And then we had somebody that didn't want to. No, we don't talk to air You know what I'm saying? It's boutique, then, baby. You know, listen to this. And then we had somebody that didn't want any Trumpers. And I, <laughs> I just held my head and I go, well, uh, we're baseball guys. We're college. They're college players. We don't care about that. We don't talk about politics. We don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat. It doesn't matter to me. You're a baseball guy. And we don't we don't delve with that stuff. So I had to say, well, if you talk politics all the time around the house, um, I don't know. Half our guys don't even know who the vice president is. <laughs> and they're college students. But anyway, um, yeah, we're in dire need and uh, we can work around your schedules and things like that. So uh, Dr. Amy, Dr. Amy and Don, they both we got to go to a break, but I want to hear what you guys got to say. I was going to say, I know we have to go to break, but I have an offer to sweeten the pot for the host families when we come back. But we'll go to break first. All right, Don, you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the best place to uh, find out more about your programs, Mr. Pintard? Is it a Facebook page or? Um, Actually, our our website is really good. uh, SBForesters.org. sbforesters.org because we're a nonprofit and uh, Facebook is good too um, and our off, our office phone number is 805-886-7041 and then our email is info 
at sbforesters.org. Okay, let's do this. Let's we get, should get let's that bring... on the air. We should get that info on the air when we come back from break. Oh, okay. we're going to put it on the air again. We're going to take a little break. We got Bill Pintard again right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. If you just joined us, we're going to start off again, Section 2, with Bill Pintard. Hey, Bill, you had mentioned that we need, uh, if, if people just signed in right now, that we need host families. Yes, so, and you're turning down guys because we don't have housing. Um, the one thing about Santa Barbara, because we are a little town, when thing gets in DEFCON 4, it never gets to DEFCON 5, okay? Because we work together as a team. And I can promise you to call that guy in Arizona, all right? If you really need him and, and you need him to be you know, to ring up the 10th championship, we'll have a t- an emergency team meeting here at the house. Okay. <laughs> I can't do for June, but we might be able to do the whole month of July. All right. We've got That'd a nice beautiful. bedroom here and, you know, I don't care anything Vax, not that, but they have to have a good appetite because we cook here. Okay. Oh boy, I think we can find one of those. And yeah, we, what, we could. what number what number uniform do you want, Erica? In that cute <laughs> one. You want number one? No, I'll actually my, my favorite. No, I, I want to wear I want to wear that that jersey to keep you humble all season. <laughs> okay, or I'll give you the Cuba one. I give yeah. you Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, no, honestly, um Dr. Amy said she's going to sweeten the pot. That's always why I'm doing it, because I'm getting another gift. I'm getting a gift bag from Dr. Amy. <laughs> she's my, yeah, so she's my emergency say, doctor, okay? <laughs> uh, for, for any host family or for all the host families that host one of the Forster players, we will set up a two-hour introductory mindfulness skills for enhancing performance and finding flow. We'll set up a workshop for any kids in those families to attend. Beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. And and I I love therapy. No, it's more than therapy. It's a, it's a great way of of living. And if you're going to compete, I had, I recommend it. I had breakfast with it and got a breakdown on it from Amy and it's uh, it's something that uh, we we do, but not at not at the level that she's at. Uh, every athlete, anybody that's in a competitive deal, I even think people that are in a competitive business need to do that. Right, Amy? Exactly. That's why the title of my book is "A Still Quiet Place: Mindfulness Skills for Achieving Peak Performance and Finding Flow in Sports and in Life," because we want these kids, whether they're Bills players or the younger host family players, to learn these skills for their sports, but really more importantly for school, for relationships, 
for life. Uh, and so it works for everything. It really does, especially in this. Hey, but when you find that peaceful place, can you help me find that, Amy? I, I'm I'm here for you whenever you whenever you want to play. <laughs> a, peace, a peaceful, tranquil place. Well, you know, it's really important, especially with us coming out of the COVID lockdowns and so forth. When we are physically with one another, we have mirror neurons in our brains. And so when we are interacting with someone who does have a peaceful practice, our body literally picks up on that peace and starts mirroring that peace because mm -hmm. all of our human bodies are wired for health. And when we come across someone who is healthy and someone who is honoring that still quiet place is definitely in a healthier place of being, all of our bodies resonate to the highest level of health that's in the room. We uh, had a, a a great chiropractor and he did it, it's something like he did a circuit board. Basically, when he was working on people, he'd have three or four people in one room and he would go person to person to person. And I was a part of that. And it was just bizarre because even when he wasn't working on me, I felt like an energy going through me. It was I can't explain it and say, whoo-hoo, Erica, you like, you know, you've lost a circuit board. But that's how I felt because everybody was just really quiet and we, it was the music. It was the water. Right. How do you explain that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they call that network uh, chiropractic. But it, uh, it's just very interesting. There's more and more science coming out. We're developing more and more uh, medical instruments to measure the energy in our bodies. And we are recognizing that we are really vibration and that everything in the universe is information uh, through vibration. So the more that we can affect each other in these quiet practices, it helps us stay in our neocortex and we're able to problem solve and have more adaptable energy. So that's what makes us better athletes. That's what makes us better students is that we're connecting to the new brain, the neocortex. I, you have that calming effect, Bill, if you don't mind me saying. I've seen you march, you know, march on out to the, uh, to the bump a few times, and I could feel the energy of the picture just is really about to have an absolute meltdown. <laughs> and you, you're very calming. And I was like, God, is he going to jerk him, jerk him, is he going to pull? And you left him in. It was like, strike out, strike out. And this is like, you're calling it when it's like bases loaded and two and two. Well, time out. I got to talk to all. Like, what are you doing? Right. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, and then he cleans up the side. It was just, I remember that game. So like yesterday, I was just like, oh my God, because it's like the, the guy just drew all of your strength. I mean, that this stuff really, I don't know the science behind it, but I know how I feel. And just watching you do that, it, you have it's a gift. It, it really is. Dr. Amy. Well, that's that's mindful coaching. Bill having the ability to know what that pitcher needs in that moment. And each pitcher's different. Some might need reassurance. Some might need a motivating kick in the pants. Um, and to be able to know your athletes and know yourself and know your relationship with your athletes in that way and provide them what they need in the moment. That's mindful coaching. And those same principles can be applied right for parents to mindful parenting and, you know, that you parent each child differently based on what they need. 
Um, but that's mindfulness in relationship and Bill's calm, clear presence. Sometimes, though, you, you know, I'm not really calm. Uh, uh, I've gone out there and and with you and I talked about it. Um, you know, I've gone out there. Some guys need a kick in the pants. Like, I'll go out there. Are you kidding me? You got you got an arm hanging down here from your right side that's worth a million dollars. And you're sitting here picking and bouncing the ball. Challenge the guy. Go right down the middle. Go right after him. And if you don't, next time I come out, this is a true story. I'm bringing a pink tutu and I'm going to put it on you. Because you should be you should be dancing instead of friggin' pitching. So I turned around and and I'll always walk back with my catcher for a few minutes because the catcher is never going to throw the pitcher under the under uh, you know under the bus. And and I walked back and Brett Hayes he caught in the big leagues. And I he's one of the jerseys that I showed you in there. And he goes, boy, coach, pink tutu. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And then that kid reared back and he, he, you know, he had a, he had like a 93 mile an hour fastball from the left wow. side and he kept throwing change ups and bouncing them. And it was, but then also I'd go back out there and I go, are you kidding me to, to a pitcher? And I go, everything that could go wrong just went wrong for you, but your stuff is better than that. Don't get, don't fall into this trap and negativity, you know? Everything, anything that went wrong, went wrong. The umpire stinks. Your shortstop kicked that ball. You're doing a good job, man. And so take a breath. And remember, I can, I will, I am able. You know, those are affirmations that I learned when I was way back in the day, uh, when I was in college, I did self-meditation with affirmations. I can, because I can do it. I will, because I will do it, because I am able to do it. So I would just, that would be my mantra when I do self-meditation. And I do talk to my players about that. Some of them think, you know, I'm a hippie from the 60s or something like that. But then, then when they really get it, they get it. But it, it, it's uh, the thing that Amy does, and I was really impressed when we had breakfast. Is I could have stayed there for four hours. But uh, also in management, people that are in management, uh, really need to be aware of this because you're managing, I'm managing people, I'm managing young and it's not necessarily coaching baseball, I'm managing their emotions and, their comp and, and how to, to tap into the highest competitiveness that they could get at. Well, we do that in business. And uh, I think um, somebody asked me the key to coaching and, well, you know this, Erica, uh, when when somebody cares for you, right? When somebody honestly, you meet somebody or you have a friend and they honestly care for you, isn't it human nature that we care back for them? It's just the way people are wired. Somebody cares for you or gives you a random act of kindness or says, "Hey, you know what? I saw your show and that was really great. Don't you feel?" You feel good and you appreciate that person. I light up when I hear it. Randomly. Yeah. Well, that's that when I realized that, that was Mike and I talk to other coaches when I give talks. That's the key to coaching. Letting your players or your people, your employees know you truly care for them, about them, and as a human being, not just production in the company or not just hitting a home run or playing. 
you care for them as a person because they're a good person. And then, and then when you have the mutual caring between a leader and management or a coach or something like that, uh, they're going to play better. And they're going to, uh, like I know it, I'm a scout. It, my, my scouting director cares for me. And so I know the harder I work, the better I'm going to make him because he cares for me and I want to make him better. So I'll go through three games. I'll drive 400 miles in a day, which I've done. I've done a game in the morning. At, at, in the afternoon and a night game where I was driving up from Fresno, from the Valley in LA, up to Bakersfield over to San Luis in one day because he, I know he cares for me as a person. And uh, I think that's, that's a little key. So I don't no, know. You're, get off my you're, you're, no, your four-letter word that you've sa- said every single year since we've been together, t- since the show started, 2010, um, is love. Yeah. And you are not shy about it. And it's really cool. You, you say caring, I say love. And that's what you do. You, you love your kids, and that is what shines through. And that's it. Yeah. You know, I never, ever thought when I was starting to coach and I'd ever talk about the power of love. But we do do this Hugs for Cubs program. And one year we had Trent Berkey and, um, oh, my gosh, uh, the other um, Taylor, uh, Wyatt Taylor. Okay, Mike Taylor and uh, uh, son, they were both our Hugs for Cubs guys. And at the end of the year, both fathers came to me and told me that their kids were just cancer free. And I got my players around and I brought the fathers out. They were in the back and and I told the players about that. And I said, one of the reasons they're cancer free is the amount of love that you gave them because when they came here, you guys embraced them and loved them and they didn't think about their cancer. They just thought how much fun it was playing catch and shagging a ball and going and being our bat boys. You guys helped with that. And I looked at these guys and I'm talking about love and they hear these big burly six, four bearded, you know, (laughs) they're crying, you know, but you know, um, Camaraderie and chemistry is, is, is a key, and, and you foster it with the, the, the most powerful emotion we have is love. Um, and uh, the other four-letter word is, uh, that I don't allow is can't. I don't allow that can't. I can't do that. And I change that to I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I, I, I haven't done it yet. yet. No, I just I did not yet. That's what I, I said in my case. I haven't been case. able to do that yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I always do. But but listen, don't get me wrong. It's not all kumbaya with me. Some of my (laughs) post-game talks, I don't mention the word love. (laughs) (laughs) There have been those times, but yeah, I got uh, you. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna come back. Gonna take another little break. We've got Dr. Amy Salzman right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dr. Amy with Teen Sports Radio. You can find me at stillquietplace.com and spotaspider.com. 
And I was just going to kind of pick up where Bill left off and say, if you're a coach that has focused mostly on, you know, pitching and batting mechanics, uh, and the word love makes you a little bit uncomfortable, there are definitely ways to learn that skill. And for sure, as Bill said, the more connected the players feel to you and the more understood they feel, um, the better they're going to play individually and as a team. And there's a lot of things that you can do for team building, again, in sports or in business. And um, if you're a coach who wants to learn these skills or start to think about these things, there is actually a chapter for coaches in the back of my book that just has questions on, you know, how were you coached when you were young? Uh, how, what parts of your coaching from when you were young, do you want to carry forward? What parts maybe weren't so effective? What do you know about your players outside of their sport? How do you know um, they're doing in school, their relationships with their parents, their relationships with friends or significant others? Um, you know, what do you know about kind of their personality? Are they a kid who needs to be more reassured in an intense moment? Or are they a kid who needs to be more inspired and motivated and maybe even given a little bit of pressure? Or like Bill was saying with the 2-2, like a little bit of pressure and a little bit of humor all together, um, knowing how to read your athletes so that you can support them in playing their best can be super helpful. And if it's not a strong suit for you, it's something that you can learn. I love it. And I, I just want to uh, add in that it's about eye contact. It's about spending time and looking someone in the eye and being able to do active listening where you can repeat back to them. This, this is how I'm taking in the information that you just gave me. Did I get it right? And you can do check-ins. But the eye contact, that lets a person know I'm being seen and I'm being heard. Definitely. Exactly. Um, uh, there are players that we get, their coaches don't talk to them for weeks sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're head coaches. Um, when I have a post-game meeting, uh, we never isolate one guy as the guy that lost the game. Because if you think he did that and you're wrong, and he's a good guy that the players love, you'll lose those other players because they'll say, coach doesn't know what the hell's going on. So if we're going to ever talk about or admonish or get in somebody's face, and sometimes these guys do some stuff that you need to get in their face about, and that that's disrespect of the integrity of the game, right? Whether throwing a bat or cussing really loud, um, which I need to manage myself on that one. But um, – uh, you know, the, the eye contact when you talk to them locks them in. And uh, you just talk about what they did good and what the, you talk about the negative first and then you end up with a positive. But eye contact is key. But what I do, we stretch before every game, right? And then after they stretch, they do the, uh, um, the, the physical stretching and that. And then at the end, they do the static stretching, which they get in a circle. 
And at that time, when they're all in a circle, I'll walk around to every one of them. Say, how you doing? How's the host family going? How's your parents? Are you homesick? You check in with your folks. That might help you with your homesick. Uh, Father's Day is coming up. Um, you're all right. You're healthy. You know, I mean, and then that might be the only contact I have because sometimes when you do have a game going on and everything else, you're isolated on that. You're not going around and being Uncle Charlie, you know, all the time. You got a game going. But it's a perfect deal. But coaches need that. That is a great point, Amy. You need to be connected. And it's the same thing with bosses. It's the same thing in management. You got to connect with the people that are on any team. So chatter. Listen, stick around. Everybody fill up your coffee. We got Hackett's Hoogers right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center and also Philosophical Books for the Blind. I help teach Braille to visually impaired people. I have a Hackett's Huga moment. So Huga has to do with the things in our life that make us comfortable and cozy. And um, this week, I was focused on, for teens, um, two unusual things that have to do with water, water inside of our bodies and also water outside of our bodies. And my focus is living a natural life, trying to live a more natural life. And I want to explain to teens, I had an opportunity as a teen to take a consumer chemistry class So if you ever get a chance to do that, it is really a fun class to take because consumer chemistry is where you look at the chemical components of things that you'll find under your sink um, or things that are in your garage and everyday things that we may interact with. Or your ramen. Exactly. (laughs) So we looked at bleach. We looked at soap. We looked at um, some of the, you know, pine salt. We looked at some of the various uh, cleaners that a lot of our parents and various people will use to clean inside of our houses. And when you look at that chemical makeup of those heavy duty cleaners, what it creates inside of our lungs is just a disaster. And once you look at all that chemistry, you realize Part of living a natural life is to look at the cleaners that we're using in our house. So I want to encourage teens, if you see your parents using heavy-duty cleaners to keep your house clean, try to recommend to them to buy something that is more in harmony with nature. They call it uh, uh, biodegradable. There are cleaners that we can use that won't create this chemical soup inside of our lungs and actually kill lung cells. 
So that's my first offering of the water inside of our body. Take a look at the cleaners that you're using and use healthier cleaning products in your house for yourself and also other people. And then my second water has to do with what we're doing to help heal our bodies. So a lot of times, unfortunately, our medicine cabinets can get full of lots of different prescriptions and you know different uh, medical things. I wanna encourage, if at all possible, talk to your healthcare provider about what you can do to use more natural substances because we don't realize this but every time we take an antibiotic we are um sorry peeing that antibiotic out of our system that's going into our waterways or if we have leftover medications a lot of people will dump it into their toilet to get rid of it all of that is going into our waterways so our um and i'm going to call this western medicine our which is wonderful miraculous saves lives but when we overdo it we're literally polluting our waterways and a lot of people don't think about that so wherever you can work with your healthcare practitioners to do things that are more natural try to use food herbs change your diet exercise do other things that help you live a more natural life instead of engaging in so many chemicals doc don I love it. All of that. And uh, I just want to take a second. I'm Don, as in donsmassageohi.com. You can have a revitalizing therapeutic massage and bodywork session in Ojai, Ventura, Santa Barbara, or come see me in my office in Ojai and uh, help your mind, body, and spirit meets life's challenges, feeling re-energized. We've been talking about challenges today, and I love this about natural what we put in our bodies and on our bodies uh, of all places, TikTok. My wife came up with this: uh, the benefits of simmering rosemary and using that as a spray. It's good for the scalp. It's good for the hair. It's good for the skin. Been doing that for a while now, and I have an abundance of food grade rosemary growing right out at the edge of the property. And uh, food as medicine. I think you mentioned that, Dominique. It's like. The simpler, the better, you know, like fresh vegetables, make sure the source of your proteins, you know, and and uh, I also avoid many, many of those household chemicals that you're talking about. I think it's very, very important. We don't realize. Nice. And uh, Don Sanders, he's our household masseuse. I think he's pretty much massaged everybody except for you, Bill Pintard. Yeah, I think you have go. I think you have a gift certificate from last when you won the ninth championship. You still have it. It's going to expire. No, it's going to expire. No no expiration on that. Oh, no expiration. No, Coach Coach Pintard, we have to line that up because you still have one coming. All right, listen, you you guys line it up during break. We got one more section after these messages.
We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Well, Dante Alighieri, the famous playwright and literary figure, writer of the Divine Comedy, uh, he says, the mentor rouses his pupil who has been unsettled by other words. Let the, let the people talk. Be like a solid tower whose brave height remains unmoved by all the winds that blow. Oh. <laughs> Way to knock it out of the park, as they say. Okay, what does that mean, Dominique? Dominique, what does that mean? That means that you allow discourse, but the light that you are, you every, all of us are a lighthouse. That vibration and that love continues while you participate in discourse. Okay. Dr. Amy, <laughs> what'd you get out of that? Well, I think I liked just the idea of the coach being solid and grounded and present and responsive so that whatever's happening around and, you know, the chatter of the parents or of the scouts or whatever, like the coach is clear and not letting any of that get to him or her or their players. Nice. All right. I say let's just stay present and shine the light. This is Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Join us next week, 9 a.m. God bless.